Hello everyone, Raymond Moore here. Welcome to Real Men Wear Kilts, the podcast. How is everybody doing? Well, here at the Moore home, things have been pretty good. Uh, my wonderful queen, Cynthia, is starting to feel better, but now our little granddaughter, Sarah, has got a stomach bug, and she can't seem to keep anything down. So, not fun there. But hey, big news for all those here in the greater Houston, Texas area. We have got a get-together taking place February 12th at Moe's Irish Pub in Vintage Park. The starting time is around 5.30ish, maybe around 6. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. We've not had a get-together in some time, and I thought it was about time that we, you know, got out of the house and meet up in kilts. So, I mean, hey, any reason kilt on, right? Right. So we're continuing our series on Real Men Wear Kilts, interviewing our show host. And today we have Sarah Keys Lyon, the wife of Andrew Lyon, and the co-host of Holy Smokes. They're a great couple and a lot of fun to be around. Uh, they've come over and stay with us several times, and it's been great fellowship, talking whiskey, cigars, and just regular old river shenanigans. Um, we also have some great music today from Archie J, a.k.a. the Snake Charmer. And then we have Catherine Ashcroft on the Yulian Pipes. I posted this video in the group, and I thought it was so good that I wanted to share it here on the podcast. It just moves me, and I think it'll probably move you, too, so it's a wonderful song. We also have Jen Horn from Cuisine and Courses giving us some quick food bites. So let's get things rolling here and take it away, Snake Charmer. What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor? What will we do with the drunken sailor early in the morning? you didn't use talc, the harmful effects of which are all out in the open for the world to see. It's time to take a stand for your manhood and adopt Nut Dust, an all-natural, completely talc-free powder for men 
that leaves the modern man feeling silky smooth below the belt. Pour, spread and apply to eliminate tacky ball sweat, leaving your boys dry and odour-free all day. Not dust. Place your order today. Folks, go to officialnutdust.com and use coupon code KILT10 and receive 10% off the orders. And while you're there, tell them you heard about it on Real Men Wear Kilts, the podcast. Hey, everybody. This is the Kilted Cajun. Catch my show every other Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on Real Men Wear Kilts. Kilt on. Hello, Raymond. Raymond Moore here. How's everybody doing tonight, today, this afternoon, this morning? It's basically whatever time you're listening to this podcast. We are continuing our series on Real Men Wear Kilts, interviewing our show hosts. Now, today we have Sarah Keys Lyon, the wife of Andrew Lyon, and the co-host of Holy Smokes. They're a great couple. They're a lot of fun to have around. And they have, in fact, they've come and stayed with uh, me and my wonderful Queen Cynthia uh, several times. In fact, the last time they were down here was for RenFest. That was a blast. Um, but it's been a great time of fellowship, talking whiskey, talking cigars, just, you know, they bring their dog Moose down and uh, Moose and Scooby play all the time. And, and so it's just wonderful fun to have them come down and visit us. And, and they're, they're just a lot of blast. So let's get things rolling here. And first things first, Sarah, how you doing? Doing great. <laughs> so uh, do me a favor. Tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, where do you live, family life, etc. Okay. I live in Fort Worth, Texas, and I am fairly newly remarried. Andrew and I have been together for about four years. We started over in midlife, like so many people do. And I've had many careers. Right now, I am an editor and proofreader for anything from academia to advertising. And I am running video socials meetings. Video socials is a group that's kind of like Toastmasters for sole proprietor businesses, where we get them together and they make video content for their social media, for their websites, et cetera, by taking turns, just like it's a Toastmasters meeting and we record them. So I get to learn so many things every day. Cool. That's really interesting. My goodness. Now, you're, I don't, I can't, I forget your degree is in archaeology or underwater archaeology or something like that. I've spent probably 15 years in various universities, which is alarming. I keep just going back. So I studied archaeology and history of religions at UT. And then I studied nautical archaeology at Texas A&M where I got to work for my old boss from the Texas Historical Commission when I had been in Austin. So it was like I'd never moved except I moved. And then I was briefly in a PhD program at UT Arlington called Transatlantic History. It's the study of the Columbian exchange and of the trade and development between the old and new worlds. But I left that on a research sabbatical and started teaching English to adults. And instead I did that for 13 years because it was so much fun, ESL, to people from all over the world. And while I was doing that, I went back to SMU and got a Master of Divinity degree because I thought I was going to be a Methodist minister. Turns out they're too organized for me. <laughs> See what I mean about yeah. a lot of careers? Yeah. And I'm only 45. 
Yeah. Well, I, I remember some of the stories you were telling us about all your all your underwater archaeology adventures and all this other stuff, and, and wow. so it was rather rather fascinating. And <clears throat> so, how did you and how did you and Andrew come together? How did you guys meet? We met at North Texas Irish Festival four years ago, four festivals ago. Like this March will be four years. I was sitting with my best friend Laura at Brookhaven Country Club having lunch. And she was saying, I'm so glad you're back. I'm so glad you seem to be ready for something new, but you need to go feed your soul. And so I went to North Texas Irish Fest looking for people to sing with, looking for people to connect with, maybe people to learn Gaelic with. I don't know, but I was like, it's time to get back to my roots. And he was working the Southwest Celtic Music Association table. And we discovered like six months later that I had forgotten to sign up. And so he signed me up then. But we just started talking and never shut up. Oh, interesting, interesting. Um, so this is an interesting dilemma here. A lot of times we talk about kilts and, and stuff, but I mean, women, women, can women wear kilts? Yes, they can. And yet, um, do you own any kilts? I own billy kilts and I own mini kilts, but yeah, I don't own any kilt kilts. Kilt kilts, like the like the t real typical right. uh, touch your knee kilt sort of thing. Exactly. I own both flavors of kilt related garments that are made mm. for ladies. Yeah. Although I don't have any hostess skirts. Yes, I do. I have one in Dress Gordon, the okay. big long kind. Yeah. Because that's what I was wearing in our uh, Express Burns night last oh, week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, the picture you guys was, was great too. I love yeah. that. Um, was I can't remember what you wore for Renfest. Did you wear any any sort of tartan or only my like brown that? watch sash? Oh, okay. Because I have a brown watch and a Farkasin and a Ross hunting sash. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I was looking at Andrews. He just got that Ross hunting, and yes. I I want to get a Ross hunting. Uh, Cynthia is from the Ross family, and so I thought it'd be neat to honor her and her family lineage by getting a Ross kilt and. And things and I've been looking at Andrew has that wool one that is really yes. nice so I may may consider talking to Bryce about Bryce at UT kilts for yes. <laughs> getting a, a wool kilt and things um, we just ordered one from that X hire company mm -hmm. in um, Pride of Scotland because I have okay. the Pride of Scotland mini kilt mm -hmm. and so that should be here on Monday so we're awesome. waiting to see what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> no, Pride of Scotland's a nice tartan. I like that one. Yeah. I first saw it on Jenna Broussard's cloak. I hadn't yeah. been aware of it before that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Jenna Broussard, just so you guys know, that's the daughter of our fashion aficionado, uh, Damien Broussard. And uh, so the whole family a lot of times dresses up. In fact, they also dress up a lot in Star Wars and stuff. But Jenna's got this really great looking cloak. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's in uh, Scotland. Uh, Scotland what? Pride of Scotland. Pride of Scotland. Thank you. Gosh, brain is or not. Or spirit of you. Scotland. Suddenly I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I think it's Pride of Scotland. Yeah, Pride of Scotland. <laughs> I think it's bad. Oh, that's right. The other one was Spirit of the Bruce. That we yeah. were considering and couldn't decide. That's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so what? You being a woman, what what are some of the things that you kind of bring to the table in in regards to the whole kilt world and, and everything with you and Andrew? 
Um, so you wear sashes and you were garment made or what do you call that dress? Arsade. The Arsade is the, the soul thing. Yeah, okay. And then uh, and then some other stuff. So what are some of the things that women can wear? We've, In fact, we've got our group is now sitting at 27% women. For example, Celtic jewelry yeah. is a big one. Uh-huh. We have a lot of that. Uh -huh. <laughs> but we're getting a lot of women starting to post with actual kilts, too. Yes. And have you noticed that, like, when Kathy did it, when Stephanie did it, when Rebecca has done it just this mm -hmm. week, and she is a shoe-in for Post of the Week. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she's at, like, 700 likes. When mm -hmm. women do post in kilts, they get massive attention mm -hmm. from yeah. the membership. Yeah. And now that I know it's 73% men, we see why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, this, we're, we are seeing more and more women, which I'm glad to see. I would love to see actually more woman involvement and, and growth in that area. That's why and Jen's so, Monday show is so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love her corsets and what she's doing and, mm -hmm. and everything. So I think she brings a definite uh, spin flair to, to the whole host thing and all the shows that we're, we're having during the week and things. So it's been good having her too. Um, now, you and Andrew host the Holy Smoke show, and y'all yeah. were kind of like, you know, Andrew's the cigar aficionado guy and, and everything. How has being in Real Men Wear Kilts, as well as hosting or co-hosting the show, Holy Smokes, you know, how has it changed your life? How has it affected your life? And, you know, all it that. It has made me feel like I am part of a giant global community. Mm -hmm. So moderating the group and participating in the group, sure, but even more so when we can get people that we've never talked to before to show up on the show mm -hmm. and to let us use their picture. I love the post of the week mm -hmm. because it has given us the chance to reach out to random members we have never met. And they always respond positively and they often show up for the show and they mm -hmm. usually keep on showing up for the show and for all the other shows once they know there are shows. Yeah. And That's so we are creating awareness mm -hmm. that at 6.30, almost every day, something is going on. Yeah. And my only regret is that a lot of our people that are in Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, mm -hmm. it's real late for them. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes they'll stay up, but like we mm -hmm. had John Dan Duncan who had mm -hmm. a 6.30 in the morning call for his latest movie. And he was like, I would love to join you, but I have to be in a field at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> he has been actually in a lot of shows, anything, almost any documentary or, mm -hmm. uh, and, and everything he's been in. Um, you spot him everywhere. Uh, in fact, it was weird. I was just watching a show called, um, uh, something warriors and um, and one of the shows had to do with Scotland mm -hmm. and in all the battle scenes John's back there fighting or doing something <laughs> I was like there's John there's John again <laughs> but he he was also on Outlander and mm -hmm. um, last part of season one and a lot of season two and uh, and so he in, in a lot of the battlefields or battle battle things and everything he got to to be in there and, and stuff so uh, it was pretty Fun. neat yeah and so he, the call he, that says generic hot scottish warrior yeah <laughs> he's like oh that's me yeah <laughs> but he just he just retired from um being a fireman and mm -hmm. now this is what he's he's kind of dedicating his time to is 
hanging out and being on TV shows and movies. And in fact, I even want to say he was in Robert the Bruce. Uh, and I think both, both versions. Um, oh. So he's, he's been, he's, he's all over the place. You spot him everywhere. You just, if you happen to be looking for him. Mm-hmm. So um, now here's an interesting question. Um, I know when men put on the kilt, we gain some sort of superpower. But when you don the sash or Aristide or such, do you gain some sort of superpower? There are probably a couple of superpowers. One, if it's the matching sash and you're out with the dude in the kilt, it is better than a giant neon sign on the forehead that says, mine, mine, mine. (laughs) And so that's kind of nice because your counterpart is inevitably getting all the attention from most Mm -hmm. of the females and some of the males. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Great. Yeah. I love to see the swagger that mm-hmm. it gives him. Mm-hmm. I love to see the confidence because I remember him telling me that his ex discouraged him from wearing kilts because she said it made him act too prideful and mm-hmm. made him seem vain. And I'm like, no, nah, man, she got it all wrong. Yeah. It's yeah. swagger. It's confidence. Mm-hmm. It's feeling mm-hmm. great about the way you look, which yeah. makes everybody look better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah and so it's it's mine I, I guess it's the same thing i noticed that i become more animated mm-hmm. i mean i'm i'm pretty animated already but i i become even more so i guess you call me a, a, a attention whore or something like that um i wouldn't you know <laughs> <laughs> but i i uh I, t- I become very more open to people and talking to people and you know very approachable and you know so, and then Cynthia, yeah, she loves, you know, people come up to her all the time too, whenever I'm mm-hmm. in kilts and, and uh, asking if they can take pictures with me and, and things. And so well, but it's a, it's a lot of fun, you know. It's They're always like, how do I get my man to wear one? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just let him know how freaking awesome he looks mm-hmm. and he'll wear them more. I promise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, get out there and, and, and really truly help your husband or spouse or boyfriend or whatever. Buy him a kilt. Um, yeah, get him. Yeah, buy him a kilt. Definitely. If you want to see him in a kilt, buy him a kilt, and then you know, make him get out there and wear it. Yeah, he's going to be all freaked out and, and everything, but the first time he goes to Walmart's or Safeway or Kroger's or whatever, you know, it's all the attention he's going to get. Yeah, it's going to be over. Then he's going to become addicted. So, <laughs> it now, is an expensive lifestyle. Yeah, it is. That. Yeah. No, it's it's been interesting how um, you know is does does do you find that being part of the group and everything, even when you're not in the group, do you guys find yourself still talking about the group or kilts or or something like that? Well, always. Anytime anybody out asks us about it, we're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we're on the leadership team for Real Men Wear Kilts, and we have a show on Thursdays, but there are shows every day. And here, yeah. let me get call it up on your phone right now because we're moderators and we can let you in. <laughs> We're recruiting them right there. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's just been interesting how I mean it's becoming all, all. Um, what is the term I'm looking looking for? All it's not all inclusive. It's it's all it just seems maybe it's just it's 
the defining thing in my social life now. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's become the defining thing in our lives too and everything. All we talk about is real men were killed or this person or that person or what post was like, yeah, we were, we were commenting about, uh, what's her name, Jen, Jenny, that the, the, the one who's going to be a post of the week today. Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca. Jeez, bad name. Uh, you had Jenna yeah. on the brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Rebecca. You know, people, it's it's interesting that uh, so many people are just drawn to this and uh, and want to learn more and be part of it and, and things. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm rambling now. No, but once they come in, they feel really welcome. Yeah. They get an overwhelming welcome from mm -hmm. the group. Mm -hmm. Like usually you'll see dozens of people making yeah. a point of welcoming them. Mm -hmm. And that's that makes an impression. That is something I, I have seen is that people tend to post uh, some of these other groups, they maybe post once or twice, mm -hmm. but people truly feel like they're part of something with our group. And you, mm -hmm. you start seeing them talk about, you know, their family life or their work life or this, that, and the other. So they're starting to share more of their life versus just pictures of them in the kilt. Exactly. I mean, they're still showing pictures of them in the kilt and everything, but they, it's truly a community. And, and I think what's happened is kilts are just the doorway. Exactly. And it opens up so many other things and, and stuff. Um, We're so now, much more than a kilt group. Yeah. Yeah. We've, 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 we've almost become, in fact, we, we have, I feel like family-ish. I agree with, uh, with a number of people. I mean, you and Andrew, I consider family. I mean, um, just a lot of people in the group, we consider family and um, things like uh, William and Linda Lee um, are, are going through some issues right now. Linda, folks, Linda has a, a uh, brain tumor going on. And just after uh, William has just got done with his, um, what was it? Lung cancer or, I can't but remember he, what kind. Yeah, he had he just got his his cancer in remission. Yeah, it's in <laughs> remission. And now Linda has come down with a brain tumor, just operated, and um, her operation went well and everything. And they're going to be able to be do successful chemo treatments and radiation, which will help eliminate it. So uh, but they're they're family, you know. They live in Michigan and, and but she's also a kilt maker who's an insane kilt maker and things. That's but uh, but yeah, these people are family. So it's interesting how, how we've developed these relationships and also with the onset of Zoom and mm -hmm. now with Facebook video and, and Facebook Live and stuff, we're able to actually connect to these people and keep up with them and, you know, they, they become part of your life. Like you guys. Yes, like us. No, and I think <laughs> about it and like we were so devastated back in March that we were going to have our big church wedding mm -hmm. at Highland Park Presbyterian with Don Shannon piping and his cousin Brian officiating because he's the pastor of this thing. It was going to be a big Scottish hoedown. And then we were going to go mm -hmm. for a couple weeks to be there for several things, including the 700th anniversary procession because the declaration of Arboroth was 700 yeah. years ago on April 6th. Mm -hmm. And of course that didn't happen because COVID, mm -hmm. none of it because the bands started coming down about two weeks before. Mm -hmm. But we've realized over the past rest of 2020 that it's been a blessing. Mm 
mm-hmm. because as we've gotten further involved with this family, with this leadership group, mm-hmm. with the show, now when we go, we'll be having drinks in this town with these people and dinner in this town with these people and walking yeah. around in somebody's fabulous garden. Yeah. And the entire tenor of the trip will be very, very different. Yeah, yeah. Because I now mean, it's one giant remote for Holy Smokes. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I mean, um, uh, you know, we're, uh, this sounds kind of prideful or something or egotistical, but we're, we're becoming celebrities in our own little group. And so when we go over there, oh, wow, you're Andrew and Sarah. Oh, wow. You know, and. He almost fell down when we walked into the Scottish shop at Texas Renaissance Festival and mm-hmm. Todd of Commando Kilts was like, Andrew Lyon. And he's like, <laughs> no one has ever recognized me before. <laughs> well, cr- well, Todd, of course, is a member. I'm sure yeah, a lot of you guys uh-huh. saw our remotes from the warehouse sale at Commando mm-hmm. Kilts, which mm-hmm. involved my husband trying to belly dance, among other mm-hmm. things. <laughs> no, that was, those were great. And Todd, folks, you know, there's some great kilt companies out there and Commando Kilts is one of them. A lot of the kilt companies are having hard times because a lot of times they they make their money by going to these fairs and games and everything. And when they're with the games and, and Ren fairs and everything not happening, they've seen some drastic cutbacks in their income. So I uh, highly, you know, highly recommend supporting companies like Commando Kilts, UT Kilts, uh, Oh gosh, what are some of these still water kilts? Although they've been doing a good job making the masks, so mm-hmm. that's holding them together. Yeah, bra kilts over in yeah, Jack and Jack Hope. Um, but yeah, there's a number of people out there. We need to really try to support these folks and buy kilts, and you know, you always need another kilt. I just posted a picture of a banana. If you see the banana is, is yellow, then all's well. And <laughs> if it's red, then it's this. But if it's blue, which the banana is blue, you need to buy a kilt. So everybody was admitting that, hey, wow, I see a blue banana. I need to buy a kilt. So well, kilts are to you guys as shoes are to ladies. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows why. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good analogy. I never thought about that. Well, yeah. Who needs 50 pairs of shoes? Literally nobody. But yeah. lots of people have 50 pairs of shoes. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to admit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do I need 50 kilts? No, but it gives you a reason to look good daily and look different mm-hmm. daily and, and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. But, um, anything that you can, any recommendations or anything that you can tell the folks out there or tell, uh, talk to the women or anything, any advice? Advice. Let's see. If you are looking for a man in a kilt. And every time I see a really handsome picture, I see a bunch of wistful posts saying, oh, I wish I had a man in a kilt. Well, the answer is talk to people. (laughs) Our group is 73% male. So some percentage of those must be single. Mm -hmm. And also when games and festivals and things are happening again, go. Mm -hmm. I am living proof that it literally worked. I walked up to a table, saw a man in a kilt, and said, I want that one. And now <laughs> it sounds simplistic. Oh my goodness, yeah. I want that one. Andrew Lyon. <laughs> well, it was yeah. Literal movie love at first sight, like mm-hmm. with choirs of angels and thunderbolts and whatever. Mm-hmm. Just a little voice in your head says, Oh, that one. There mm-hmm. you are. Now, um, 
So you recommend you got a husband who doesn't have a kilt. You said get him a kilt. Yes, get him a kilt. There are many, many options that are very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Just like a startup acrylic kilt, you, like Scottish Kilt Company has them for $70 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a kilt, mm-hmm. make him wear it once. Mm-hmm. All the attention that he will get will make him go, oh, this was a good idea. You're right. (laughs) Yep. Because I think for a lot of people, there's just a fear. There's a fear of stigma. There's a Mm fear, especially in backwoodsier sorts of areas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then you think most of those backwoodsier sorts of areas were actually settled by Scots and Irish and Welsh. Exactly. Exactly. So what's coming up on Holy Smokes? You guys got anything planned or anything fun? I think you guys were going to do a Burns thing, and then Andrew got called away. No, we did the Burns thing last week, the Express Uh Burns Night. And so then this week, (laughs) what we were going to do, and so what we're going to do on Thursday is talk about the tradition of kirking the tartans. What is it? Where did it come from? Mm -hmm. What's up with that? How it is Mm -hmm. both more interesting and less ancient than we think. Cool. Cool. So that's coming up on your, your next week's show. Holy smokes. And also announcing the winner from January because the monthly winner who is r- randomly drawn from the weekly winners gets a fancy schmancy Holy Smokes t-shirt. <laughs> cool. Which I do own too now. It's weird. I ordered it like a bazillion years ago and mm-hmm. it took a long time for it to get there or to get here. That's so weird. I don't, I don't, yeah, it was weird. And so it's taken, it's quite taken quite a bit, quite a long time for it to show up and, and things. Um, but I love them. It's, it's great. Super comfortable, whichever whichever style you chose, you did a good job because it's it is it's super super comfortable, soft. Um, it doesn't like squish you in or or anything like that, you know. So it's a very soft uh, t-shirt and everything. So yeah, I encourage you guys to go to teesprings.com slash I believe holy smokes, holy smokes. and or say again, holy smokes. Yep. Teesprings.com slash Holy Smokes. And hopefully it will become a collector's item when we have 200,000 members and lots of people have some Holy Smokes t-shirts. Yeah. Yep. So any last words, Miss Sarah? Just that I'm glad that we got the chance to do this interview. Mm -hmm. That I love that more women are getting involved in the group. Very much so. Involved, I mean active and participating and mentoring people and encouraging people, not Mm -hmm. just looking at a picture of a guy in a kilt and going love on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) And I love seeing this family grow. Yeah. And get tighter. Yep. Yep. And I love the feeling of booting out mean people. Yeah. Oh, big time. We've we've had some real doozies these last couple of days too. (laughs) I mean, it's like they come in droves, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there's be, a troll season. Yeah, pinhead season or something. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, they come in droves. So, well, folks, but I want to make sure. Go ahead. I said, but everybody be assured that we are on the job. Yes, sir. Finding them and booting them. Yeah. 
Well, it's interesting. Um, uh, Chris Brown, who is the representative for um, Nut Dust, he posted yeah. a picture and um, someone removed it. And he was, oh, why? Why did someone? It was the the bar stool, the wooden bar stool for yes. Scottish, you know. And I says, dude, the only reason we we delete that one is there's several that we delete because we see it at least three times a week. And mm-hmm. and so people just post that one. It's nothing against you, not you know, no no humor or anything like that. But it's just, you know. But you guys are doing like an outstanding job because he was like, wow, man, I just posted it and then it was gone, and. <laughs> And I says, yeah, I've got some some pretty good mods, man. They take care of this place. I says, but th- it isn't because it's a bad post. It's just we see it so much, and we just tend to delete a lot of these repeats that we see over and over and over and over and over and over again. So, especially uh, if they're the repeats that are on the line, because we yeah. have a rule that says if you wouldn't show it to your grandmother, don't mm-hmm. post it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, folks, uh, what I want to do is I want to encourage you to tune in on Thursdays at 6.30 Central Standard Time for Holy Smokes. Now, if you don't have our TV guide, you can go to our, our go to the Facebook group and get it. And But shortly here, Monday, Courses and Cuisines with uh, Jen Horn is on Monday, again, 6.30 Central Standard Time. Every show is at 6.30 Central Standard Time. Tuesdays, we have the Kilted Cajun, Damien. Uh, Tuesday B, because he has, uh, uh, they do it every other Tuesday. We have our Tuesday B slot open. And on Wednesday, we have uh, Christian, the kilted mixologist. And then back to Thursday with Holy Smokes. Friday, Highlander Tobacco Company with uh, Michelle and Matt. And then Saturday is me and my wonderful queen, Cynthia, doing whiskey and things. So, and then Sunday, we also push out this podcast. So that way you can download it on Sunday, have it for your, for your commute on Monday or Tuesday or whatever, or listen to it at the gym or so forth and so on. So, but great, great shows we got going. So basically tune in every night, Central Standard Time, 630. And we got something exciting for you guys to watch. And it's been a lot of fun, a lot of great shows, a lot of great humor, very informative and uh, just great times all around. So thank you so much for being here, being able to listen to this podcast, downloading this podcast and taking the time to listen. So I'm Raymond Moore. We'll see you. Goodbye. God bless and kilt on.
Hi, this is Jen Horn. For this week's Cuisine and Corsets Bite for the Real Men Wear Kilts podcast, I want to talk about our Burns Night Part 2, We're Out of Haggis Dinner. As much as we enjoyed our haggis from Max Geese Highland Foods and Gear at thehaggisshop.com, I know not everyone likes haggis or has access to it. So for our Burns Night dinner, we stuck to classic Scottish flavors and ingredients that are easily accessible. Cockaleaky soup is a starter. Then we had salmon with whiskey cream sauce and pan-fried sprouts and a chocolate faux haggis for dessert. The chocolate haggis was delicious. It's a fudgy concoction of scotch-soaked raisins, pecans, and crushed shortbread. Now, whether you have haggis or not, you'll want this whiskey cream sauce I'm about to give you the recipe for. It's silky smooth and it pairs well with any any meat or even vegetable you might be serving. The way I make it, it turns out like a slightly boozy, really easy hollandaise, but you can also thin it out if you'd prefer a looser, less rich sauce. You'll want to grab a fireproof pan and start with a quarter cup of scotch, preferably not your most expensive single malt, but that'll work if you don't have anything less expensive. Get that in the pan and start warming it gently over low heat. Once it's warm, turn the heat off and light it on fire and let it burn out. And what that's going to do is eliminate any overtly bitter flavors from the actual alcohol, but leave the scotch flavor behind. Once that's burned out, you can put the pan back on medium-low heat, add in a teaspoon of Dijon mustard, And if you'd like a thinner sauce, a quarter cup of beef or chicken broth. You don't have to add that in. I just went straight for a half a cup of heavy cream. Let that simmer gently until slightly thickened. And you can turn off the heat and drop in a one to two tablespoon chunk of butter and just swirl that in. A pinch of salt and a little pepper and you are ready to put this on haggis or salmon or any meat or vegetable you might be serving. This upcoming Monday, I'll be talking more about corsets, how to measure for a corset, and take you on a tour of my corset collection and talk about why I chose these particular styles and brands. Tune in Monday nights for Cuisine and Corsets at 6.30 Central Time with myself, Jen Horn, on Real Men Wear Kilts. So has this been a great show or what? I mean, it's been a lot of fun, and time passes so quickly when we're doing these. I want to thank uh, here for Sarah and having her on and talking about Holy Smokes and talking about her wonderful husband, Andrew, and the things they're doing. I also want to thank the Snake Charmer for her music, as well as Catherine Ashcroft and Jen Horn giving us that great recipe for the sauce. So I want to just thank all those for doing all this. It's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. I also appreciate you for taking the time to download this podcast, taking the time to listen to it. 
And think about sharing it with the others. If you've got friends out there, tell them to hook us up on Anchor.fm, Stitcher, uh, Spreaker, uh, Google Podcasts, or Google Music. And uh, also, I think we're also on iTunes now. So anywhere you can find us, just type in Real Men Wear Kilts, the podcast, and you'll find us right away. Very easy to do. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you have any show ideas or any people that you would like to have us interview or talk to or any special music or anything like, or are you a musician that just like to get some airplay? Do me a favor, just contact me and you can reach me there on the Facebook group, Real Men Wear Kilts, or just reach out to me, Raymond Moore, on Facebook. Uh, my email address is raymond673 at yahoo.com. Go ahead and contact me there too if you'd like. But this is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying doing these. I hope you are enjoying these too. Hoping it's helping you with your commute, maybe your workout or your walk or whatever, just hanging out, having a wee dram or two. So my name is Raymond Moore. Just want to thank you so much again. Goodbye, God bless, and kilt on. Mm-hmm.